Warning, the following show contains three dudes, lots of musical opinions, a full bar, and one Zappa. Discretion is advised. Rock Tales. You've been warned. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. It's a uh, Rock Tales Live at Five, and we're fucking getting into it. Gonna celebrate all things fucking thin, Lindsay. I think not enough love is given to this man. Not enough love to to this man to this band. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness we have our very own Thin Lizzy aficionado. We're going to get a real serious Brando splaining of Thin Lizzy. It's not a really great mashup I'm doing there. No, it's, it sounds horrible. <laughs> wow. I was like, what, what's happening? I'm like staring at you. It sounds like there's five songs being played yeah. at the same time. It's terrible. Here we go. Oh my God, dude. Well, you know what? We were supposed to do this live at five uh, last week, uh, and you know maybe you're still trying to get your faculty to- faculties together. <laughs> oh, I mean, you want to tell people what happened to you last week or no? Why we skipped it? Skipped a show? Well, everybody wants video, right? Yeah, let's, I mean, let's get this video done, Richard. Let's get this video going. So I come in here on the weekend and uh, I start wiring it up. You sure did. And guess what? Oh, I know what happened. Fucking fell and hit my head. <laughs> I was like, "Well, we, we lost. We lost our producer. There goes the show. You could have died in this very room alone. I was alone in this room. I can't. I still fucking can't believe that you drove home because because uh, I. Dude, I saw you uh, a few days later, and it was like you were on lewds, <laughs> but you weren't. I've never been concussed before. I didn't oh, know what yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, you were, I knew, and you were a real fucking sour bitch. <laughs> I mean, you were like, oh, my fucking head. <laughs> You went to the you went to the fucking emergency room. They fucking do they xeroxed your brain or something? They like that? What, what they do? <laughs> they said uh, good news. There's no brain bleed. Oh, that is good. No, it's fucked up, dude. I was I was genuinely worried. I'm glad to have you back, but I think uh, I think it's it's ruined your fingers because that was a really shitty opening with your <laughs> with your fucking re- your remix of of these songs. Wow. Okay. Rocktails live at five. Uh, Brandon J. Smith, my brother from another mother. Um, what are you drinking? Uh, this is unusual. Also, what the fuck happened to your hand? Um, yeah, well, well, I wasn't going to mention that, but what did one, you do? One, I am drinking a Boddington's Brendan. Okay, yes. and I am also having a little with Irish whiskey mm-hmm. in honor of Phil Lennon, as great as one does. front man of. You know how I'm celebrating him? Hmm. Bala Cloudy Bay. Can <laughs> <laughs> open it up right now? Can you please drink that bottle, Stephen Piercy style, oh. by yourself? Please. <laughs> I'll try. Please, please, please. Do you want to tell that story, Brendan? I think everyone's heard the that. story of Dio offering me a Boddington's no. or the story of Stephen Piercy <laughs> drinking a I, bottle of Chardonnay right I, in front of us I like it was a bottle of Evian. I don't drink anymore, guys, <laughs> except when it's a full bottle of Chardonnay. 
<laughs> Cloudy Bay. Mm. Is Cloudy Bay good? Oh, it's super grapefruity. Oh. I love it. Wow. I love it in spritzer. And I love it straight. Just like now, this. your father-in-law is a Chardonnay aficionado. Oh, is he, that a he Pat sure Muldoon? Loves the Cloudy Bay. He loves the Cloudy Bay. No, no, no. Bay. This, is, this is a Savvy B. He's a Shard guy. Oh, that's right. Oh, this you're drinking a, Sauvignon yeah, Blanc? Sa yes. Okay. It's a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> I love it. Now, the injury, I have a, uh, yeah. for people listening at home, we don't have video yet, we will soon. I have a, uh, a blue uh, athletic tape around my, my right palm. Yeah, were you were you playing basketball too hard no. at the Y? I fell. I fell like a little boy on the sidewalk. Oh, I wait, was it in my hand. Was it right after <laughs> that video that you posted of all the frogs fucking on That's Instagram? That's pretty good. In Bronson Canyon. Yeah. I don't know how they got there, but they're there. Don't you think they should rename it Bronson Pinchot Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Uh, I got over 3,000 views for me on Instagram. It's my top. Your frog video? My frog video. People, people like nature. Mm -hmm. they, they like they it. They really do. Yeah, they, they, they do. Are you high on that wall? Because you're like, wow, look at that. Wow, look at that. Was I he mean, high on that walk? Are you really asking? Because... <laughs> You normally bring some kind of energy. And you, and this is what this is what it sounded like to me. You stumble stumble across the frogs, and you're like, "Wow, yeah, look at that." Uh huh. Hmm. Wow, frogs. I haven't <laughs> seen this video. zero interest. Well, I walked. I walked uh -huh. to the top of Mount Lee, which is the Hollywood sign, behind the H twice last weekend. We didn't do rock tales so on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I walked alone by myself yeah. Yeah. up to the top. Did you listen to Phil? No, I no just thin was, Lizzie no, on the wall. No, no podcast, no Brando cast, no so thin Lizzie. You, just you, alone with nature. Do you listen to music on your on your walks? I sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I listen to Mark Marin. Sometimes I listen to other podcasts I enjoy. Sometimes I listen to my own show, The Brando Cast, which you can find on thebrandocast.com, produced by Richard Chiltinga. Do you ever listen to your own exploding heart on, on, your, <laughs> on, your, on your walk to the frogs? No, but then, <laughs> the, but then the frog video came the next day. I walked with a lovely Julia to the top of Mount Lee. Again, behind the H. We got I behind actually, the H. I, I it's thought a great it, walk. I thought it was cool seeing all, all, of, all of those uh, yeah. toads, frogs. And then the next day, I watched a stork Eat all the frogs out of that fucking pond. Did you lick any of them before they disappeared? Yeah, I'm too dumb. I really should have. I'm mm. sorry. I failed you. But you felt like a little bitch. I felt like a little boy and skinned my palm. It's okay. Uh, it's going to be okay. So what did Dr. Brando do to, to heal the, the flesh wounds? Uh, Neosporin, uh, hydrogen peroxide, and band-aids. What do are you, you going to do? You didn't let your, like, your coyote born? I have Just health like insurance, believe it or not. I do. <laughs> By the way, hydrogen peroxide only on the first day. Yeah. Not after that. Not every, right. right. Okay. But a little so neosporins. Yeah. There's nothing. It's just little in a weird spot, spot people. I just have a boo-boo in a weird spot. Okay. But you know that Budweiser Grandma! is not hydrogen peroxide, right? What? Budweiser, even though they can kind of smell the same, not the same. What are you talking about? <laughs> this Bud's for you is not medicine for, for hand injuries. In a pinch. <laughs> okay. Vodka will do in a pinch. Trader Joe's Vodka, the yeah. gods. He'll always right in a pinch. It's blessed. I'm, I miss both of you. I feel like I haven't seen both of you it's in been two weeks. so long. I don't I like skipping. Mr. Head Hurdy. <laughs> I liked <laughs> skipping last week. Yeah. What are you drinking, by the way? Tricky Dicky. Whiskey. 
Why, am, why I, am I the I'm only drinking one? it from a jar. Whiskey in a jar. Why am I the only one drinking Cloudy Bay then? Yeah, uh, I like it. Yeah, that makes sense. I like it. Uh, Ian Asbury, uh, do you enjoy Cloudy Bay Sauvignon Blanc? I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you, you th- that can't be true because you don't you don't drink anymore. It's incredible. Huh. Who knew? The the band Thin Lizzy. I feel like they look cool. <laughs> yeah, they did look cool. Yeah, you know what I mean from from their lineup yeah. to be uh, black Irish. Yeah, and I mean a lot of cocaine. <laughs> well, that's I, when I Brando's plane in segment two. When I mm-hmm. eventually get to Brando's planning, you're gonna do the history I, of Thin Lizzy. I, I'm not going to tell you who their dealers were, but it is the story of Brando Splainin. Cocaine. Well, cocaine. Let's drink to that. You know the you know the rules, everyone. <laughs> this is a, a anytime we mention the word cocaine on this show, all you listeners, you know it's that time. Take a big sip. Whatever you're drinking with us, rock out with your cocktails out. People. Yeah, we should probably say why we're doing this show. So yes. last week was the anniversary of the final release from Thin Lizzy, Thunder and Lightning. So in the third segment, we're going to go through it track by track and see what kind of... 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. 1983. Yes. We're going to go track by track. Was it a good way to end the career? I don't know. Now, you Universal Music also just released... Live and Dangerous box set. Box set, right? Yes. Okay. So good. Pick it up. So good. Pick it up, people. We were going to talk about it last week. Right. We're all set. But he fell off a ladder <laughs> and hit his head. Where did you hit your head? What well, part of the, your head? The flat part. What, the former fenta- fontanelle? The flat part? Yeah. Uh, when you're a kid, I think they call it the fontanelle. I, 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 okay, if you say so. Do you think you blacked out for no, five I seconds? No, I didn't. you didn't. I okay. thought I was good until the next day. And then I was like, I'm not so good. But, but I'm not so good. But you, you hit your head uh, uh, after putting stuff away in the closet, right? Cause yeah, I was on a, like a stepladder in the closet, yeah. like taking, we actually had a leak from the ceiling yeah, in there. Checking was, that. So wow. I was cleaning some stuff off. Because it smells like you pissed your pants over there. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not. No? I did not. I didn't That's lose just my control of my bowels. No, yeah. you didn't hit your head so hard that you're <laughs> no. like, I made an oopsie? No. No. <laughs> Tricky dick, you made an oopsie oopsie? But I was talking rather slow. Yeah, you sure were. I talk slow anyway. Well, I, I want to, I, look, I want to play some music. I want to, uh, you know, hear this. It's been a moment. I, this is genuinely one of your all-time favorite bands. So I really hope that this isn't just you reading from Wikipedia. I'm this not is, gonna, this is, I am not going to read from Wikipedia. This is a true random deep dive. Absolutely. But before we do that, mm-hmm. there are two important news stories oh. that I oh, okay. need to oh. share All right. with the group. November 3rd. Oh, Jesus. You, you popped the question finally? Hold on. No. November 3rd. The hobbler's not getting a ring? November 3rd. Okay. At the Hollywood Bowl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Just 10 minutes from where we are right now. Yeah, uh-huh. no, we went, we saw Duran Duran together. Absolutely. November 3rd. hmm Kiss. At the Hollywood Bowl. At the Hollywood Bowl. I think we're going to Madison Square Garden, though. I totally understood, but just announced Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be there. The stage is not going to fit on that. No, it's not going to fit. They're going to have to like play like a, but like they were just in out. like a bar. 
You know what? You know what? It's um, not like though. Uh, seeing Kiss of the Hollywood Bowl, it's not like uh, seeing them in a private show on a cruise ship. You know where it's just that you know, wasn't available where, to us. Where you invite your your best buds, you're like, "Hey guys, you want to go on the Kiss cruise with me?" <laughs> I got you all fucking rooms. I don't remember that. Fuck you both. <laughs> so I am one night going. before the cruise. Hey, do you want to go on a cruise? Bull. These are their last shows in makeup. We have to go. We have to go. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna make sure that we have tickets because Arrow has to see them. My son has oh, to see them. Oh my god. It's the wow. only. It's the only time, and he loves yes. them. Oh, this yes. is it's like a dad responsibility. Wow, yeah. that is epic. That is a yeah. night that the two of you will talk about for the rest of your life. Well, I hope so. When he saw Kiss at the Hollywood Bowl, the best concert venue on the planet, I arguably. It. I like the Greek. I like the maybe Greek more. Yeah, a little more intimate. We're How going to see Chicago there. <laughs> Now, also, second news story. Okay, because Hollywood Bowl, (laughs) May 23rd, Uh 24th, and 25th. That's three shows. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be in Maine, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll be there with Tricky Dicky celebrating us. The Cure. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have uh, any Aquanet uh, hairspray. (laughs) Blue eyeshadow. No, I would totally. Uh, I don't go have see any hair it. anymore to kind of feel like I can really celebrate that. I can't. You know, I don't have my Ali Sheedy costume. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish I still had my Ali Sheedy costume. I would totally go see the Cure. Yeah. Loudest show I've ever been to was the Cure. Really? Spectrum and Worcester. Was it Spectrum Worcester? What, was that yes. show called Loud and Bored or what was the what Worcester was, Spectrum? It was the Love Cats. What tour? year? What year, roughly? 89, 90? Yeah. That was Kiss Me, Kiss Me tour yeah. at the Worcester Spectrum. My brother was there. It was very loud. I can't because mm-hmm. I love, I'd actually like to go and see them. So, They're amazing. Uh, are you going to a few of the shows or no? I don't know. They, uh, I, I saw the last show when mm-hmm. they were in LA at the Hollywood Bowl and it was incredible. It's atmospheric. It's more vibe. Well, who's opening for them? Do we I know? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, Ian, gonna... Ian, you guys should open up for the cure. Don't you think that would be an incredible double bill? The cult and I have no idea. Yeah, well, I'd say that they should. The cure should open up for the cult. Bloody hard work. Yeah, well, yeah. that makes sense. Hash it out. Last, last little news story before we go to our commercial break. Last night yeah. it was March 9th. This is March tenth. Biggie Smalls murdered on the corner of Fairfax. Oh, I remember that night. Yeah. yeah. And Wilshire, in front of the Peterson, Peterson. Auto, Auto Museum. My, my wife has a has. She was on her way, I think, to the show. What? Yeah, and the, and it was the big turnaround. It was a big situation. That's yeah, like my, my a big that's, situation. Yeah, that's my wife's whole. You know, she's super into that music scene. Shannon loves the Tupac and the Biggie. Is she, that was, yeah, she was super into it. Really? She, oh yeah. Did not know that. It's kind of weird to celebrate that um, <laughs> or talk about it. But uh, let's raise a glass to uh, some of our fallen. All right, uh, I'm going to do a shot. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Irish whiskey. So, uh, wow. I'm already hammered. Oh, fuck, man. Already hammered. Okay. It is Rock Tales Live at Five. Back in a moment.
I've just discovered an amazing product that can sculpt, enhance and beautify all of our completely different skin tones in one simple compact. It's this amazing makeup product, Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy replaces six different makeup products. It's a face foundation. Start at the forehead and rotate down the side of the face to frame it. Put a little on the nose and the chin where the sun naturally hits. As a blusher, start at the center of the eye and never go below the nose. Just rotate upwards. As a contour, squeeze the brush together starting at the top of the ear and cutting down to the bottom of the ear to make the cheekbones stand out. It's an eyeshadow. Lightly dust the powder of the tops of your lids. It's also a lip color. You combine Thin Lizzy with a lip gloss to give you a naturally fuller lip. And finally, Thin Lizzy is a great all-over body bronzer. My friends have completely different skin tones, yet they can all use Thin Lizzy. Welcome back to Rock Tales. We're back. It's Rocktails Live at Five. Sitting next to two very handsome gentlemen, Brandon J. Smith and Tricky Dicky. Talking all things Thin Lizzy. Do you think there should be a, um, like a Shark Tank where people pitch you band themed products <laughs> like Thin Lizzy? I mean, what the fuck was that? I have no that idea. That commercial. Where'd you, you find it? it? Secret. Your friend, the internet, gave it to you? Yeah. Pitch me a, a new product uh, called Thin Lizzy, Brando. Okay, this is an amazing cheese. Mm. It's a great, it's a great with any charcuterie plaza. Mm-hmm. Plaza? <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a, a shark. just walk in the plaza. Oh, my God. Cheese, oh. The cheese world. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That whiskey shot, whatever I... Uh-huh. Took off the wall yeah. in the Zappa bar. Uh-huh. Holy Cheese, hi. Cheese are we plaza. going out to dinner after this show? Cheese Plaza. Are you going home? What's that? What are we doing afterwards? Cheese Plaza. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Can you God. it's called Thin Lizzy. Cheese Plaza. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I'm sold. Uh, cheese platter. Oh, that that's the word you were looking for. I did not take a gummy before the show. <laughs> Wow. And I only had the Miller Genuine Draft while Richard and I were waiting for you to arrive yeah. from wherever you were beforehand. Santa Monica. And then I had a Boddington's and then that. And, and, and I am flying high again. Moving to a cheese plaza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Tricky Dicky, you pitch me a Thin Lizzy product. How about a skin toner? <laughs> well, thought, oh. well, it's already in the market. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you, you've you know. You dropped the ball there. <laughs> All right. Well, so I'm anxious to hear you mm. tell the world mm. <laughs> through the through the cheese plaza lens, the Brando splainage of one of my favorite bands, Thin Lizzy. Ba ba ba, Brando splainage. This is the story of a band mm. that had ridiculous amounts of potential. So cool. And snorted a lot of cocaine. Oh, let me take a sip of my my. Yeah, beverage. but a lot of bands snorted yeah. a lot Absolutely. of cocaine. Absolutely. It was the 70s. And they... Mm. Look, by the way, for rock bands in the 80s and the 90s, Thin Lizzy was as important to so many bands as Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin. There's no Iron Maiden without Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. 
It's very like a Brian May um, doubled guitar solos. Uh, it's it that, was innovative. Yeah. Also, but also just sounded really great. The, the kind of rock, the the anthemic sing songy nature of their well, it was tunes. rooted in melody. The attitude. Phil oh, yeah. Linet, our so our cool. leader, our visionary, our rock and roll unicorn, our cheese plaza. He started in sort of folk rock, so he had the DNA that's necessary to create great pop songs in his and a tough upbringing. Well, yeah. I mean, he was a mixed kid. I think we can say that, you know, mm-hmm. his mother was white. His father was from British Guiana and he was from the Midlands in the UK, West Bromwich. Mm-hmm. And he suffered a lot of crazy fucking racism when he was a young fucking dude. Mm-hmm. And as a result, his mother was a working person, yep. sent him to live with his grandparents in Dublin. That's what got him out of the UK to Dublin. You're looking at me like, I'm going <laughs> to... No. No, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. You're looking at me like I'm, the wheels are going to come off this car. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to try we're, to... we're behind a car that's swerving on the highway, and we cannot wait until it crashes I'm into su- the median. I'm surprised you're enunciating or saying the names of the cities, right? I mean, when is he going to say, like, baloney? Or when is he going to say, like, a... Cheese Plaza. Yeah. No, it's a... It, it, it's a... The, the Phil line at Biopic, yeah. which we should... Talk to some people about it. It has to be made. It has to be made. Also, his- Because he was forged in fucking fire. And his super crazy awesome friendship with uh, Lemmy Kilmeister. Weird, weird friendship there. Everyone that came in in contact with this young dude who started playing in rock bands as people did, there were no other black people in Dublin Mm -hmm. in the late 60s. He was the only one. And so people were just in awe of this guy who was so fucking talented. Yep. And undeniably ridiculous. Do you have a favorite, your like a favorite track of yours? I love the Thin Lizzy cover of Rosalie by Bob Seger. That has always been my favorite Thin Lizzy song. Taylor used to do this song too. Really he did? Version of it. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So when did they first kind of like pick up steam? They're playing local clubs. 1969. They get a they get a recording contract. And in the very early 70s, 70, 71, 72, they're recording. Because they're, they're undeniably good. And the the original Thin Lizzy band is basically Phil. Brian Downey on drums and a guy named Derek Bell on guitar. Their first hit, the very first hit that Thin Lizzy ever had was Whiskey in a Jar. And it came on their third, their third, basically, output. And the amazing thing about this song, it was a, not a mistake, but like completely organic. They were just in the studio fucking around. And because they were all steeped in traditional Irish songs and Celtic fucking folk songs they just started Derek Bell just started like playing this on the guitar and Phil joins in and like an engineer basically says oh that's interesting what do you guys playing?" they're like we're just fucking playing a fucking Irish song and they were like let's record that 
and then they figured out how to turn it into this fucking gem, which Metallica did. Turn it up. Really signature singing voice in a way that he phrases everything and sings. Absolutely. Super cool. This song also makes them move back to the UK because they have to go back to England because there's nothing going on in, in Ireland. They have to go back to England to you know build their career and play bigger shows. They play tons of UK television during this time with this song. And the interesting thing about that happens in the band at this time is something that happens in the band for the rest of its existence is the guitar player blows a gasket. It's the equivalent of the drummer catching on fire and fucking spinal tap. So um, explain. Um, is this the first time that someone has a little bit of a someone sniffing at the door? I think it's, it, 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 it's more of the story of someone being afraid of success. Oh, and really? blowing a gasket and can't and, and they can't handle the external pressure that comes with having a big hit like this. So what happens is guitar player leaves. They go through a couple guitar players until they get to the double guitar yeah, kick assness that becomes yeah, the Lizzie. You know? This is where they pick up Scott Gorham, the American dude with the crazy awesome fucking kick ass long hair that adds to the look of the band. Cause they have they achieved, forget the music, they achieved the perfect 70s hard rock band look. Phil always looks like um, he's got like a double-headed behemoth in his pants in all of the photos, right? Have you noticed that? <laughs> I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of those crotch shots from back in the day, but, but he was just like, nope, nope, there's a fucking monster in here. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Careful. Scott Gorham and Brian Robertson become the double fucking guitar attack that's so influential to future bands. Where else were you kind of getting this double goodness? There are other bands that had two guitars, but Leonard Skinner figuring out right Leonard Skinner had that's it, right. right, but figuring out how to do the hard rock double harmonic guitar. It definitely inspired Iron Maiden. Absolutely. For sure. Judas Priest. Absolutely. Boston. Absolutely. Those guitar Say solos Boston that were again. doubled. Boston. Yeah. But think about this. Really with the pressure on them right to, to come up with an FM hit, because they, they were very prolific in the early days. Phil Linet and the band were putting out tons of records. There was a lot of pressure on them, like many other bands, to come up with an FM hit. They go into the studio in the mid-70s, and they come up with an album that so basically good. creates... Two of the most classic Thin Lizzy songs and two of the classic FM songs of all time. Richard, would you hit play on Boys Back in Town? Beauty. So cool. Been away. 
His voice is so good. Yeah. His bass playing is great, too. Don't you think that Peter Chris, right, kind of has has this kind of a vibe or tried to... He, he did. And it kind of... What's funny is I was thinking, this reminds me of Detroit Rock City on the bass. Oh, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne has a theory that you don't become a real band until you write an anthem. They have two anthems on this album. Because the next song on this album, which is Jailbreak. Oh, it's the best. There's a fucking song called Jailbreak. Don't you be around. so good and, and you know every time i hear either of those two tracks on the radio which we still have a classic rock station that will uh, occasionally play those two tracks um here locally in los angeles but the production on it there's so much air it's so well made you, his voice is so present that you know I, I i'm trying to think of other records that really tried to have this kind of sound, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, I'm, I'm, I don't know, maybe this, uh, this cloudy bay is making me pretty forgetful, but I'm just trying to think of, of the other heroes that, that they, that they owe a lot of royalty statements back to thin Lizzie for what, what those guys did. The bottom line is we've watched a lot of behind the music. We've seen a lot of the classic album shows on cable being in a studio with a bunch of cocaine and a decent engineer creates that fucking sound <laughs> like that's it so walk me through what you think is happening that's it they... well i know it here's the crazy thing that's happening to the thin lizzie at this period of time mm -hmm. they come to america well, they open but they open... Go, go slow so you're you're in you're in the studio to try to make this oh yeah okay yeah so do they have like a coleco pool like a kiddie pool just filled with cocaine you can just go take all your clothes off sit in there and throw it up and be like mama and then just fucking hoover it up i, mean, I think the job of cocaine mm -hmm. errand boy yeah especially in los angeles in the a, 70s have you been a drug dealer I, a coke dealer i should have been you'd be you i think you would have been a good one i would have been a decent one because i would have driven to the valley and back you know from sunset sound because you know all the back roads sure. you're, you're like no it's no problem to get there because the, i got to drive out to tarzana to get some yeah. really good blow from this dude okay cool he would have snorted all of his product right so they're in the studio and they're like, you know, I just I don't have a good idea for this guitar solo. Right. And, and <laughs> <laughs> fucking lay some fat rails right there. On the on the console? On the console. Oh really? No. I know that Frank was against that, but I think other bands, that's what they were doing. But wait, what about on the back? Or maybe of they the... had a maybe the, you know the coffee table behind yeah. the console where everyone is sitting on the big giant couch. Was it something cool like they had like a Doberman shaped ashtray that they just filled with blow? <gasps> well, or... a lot of times it was the Warner Brothers Coke stamp. 
Oh, yeah. Do you know that existed? That's eBayable. The fact of the matter is you didn't want your mixer to be doing Coke because it fucks with the upper... Right, but I think the engineer. Register, so. But I think the engineer had opened up the ear canals in some way. How do we get no, a cocaine no, expert no, in here no, to dude. talk about the producer? There. Go back and listen to Tusk on headphones. It's uh-huh. the worst mix you're ever going to hear because they recorded it in house by Amits. But you also can't hear frequencies the right way when you're on coke. So when you're mixing, it's just all messed up. So are you saying <laughs> the best way to enjoy a lot of the uh, classic rock to hear it the right way? Is you have to fill your your you need ears an eight ball. With, you need an eight ball. <laughs> you need an eight ball. <laughs> no, you need an no. eight ball. You do. You yeah, need you a do. remix. You yeah. do. You do. Yeah. You do. I think you might be onto something. We got like Dolby <laughs> Atmos, and now we need like the Dolby Cocaine mix. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Boston sounds better on Coke. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna drink UFO that. sounds better on Coke. But the interesting <laughs> Vincent sounds really fucking. The interesting thing that happens to Thin Lizzy in the in the mid seventies they they toured. America that with Rush, with Aerosmith, mm-hmm. with Ario Speedwagon, they're about to tour with Rainbow, 1976. Can you imagine that fucking double bill? Dio era mm. Rainbow and Thin Lizzy. Oh. Well, you know what? When we come back from our commercial break, oh, okay, we we will continue. Can I go get a beer? You have time, son, <laughs> to go get a beer. Proud of you. It's Rocktails. <laughs> made it then. Yeah, sorry. David had a little problem with his roof. Nothing a few nails won't fix. Ah, but there's a Jameson on the table for you. Thanks. So, which way did you come? I'm past old John Bennon's place. John, I thought he lived two towns over. I think he was moving. Uh, How's the new horse, Paul? Cracking. Yeah, she really flies. Back in 1780, times were rough, but thanks to Jemison, at least the whiskey was smooth. Jemison, easygoing Irish. Maytel presents 20 Irish party songs, 20 of the greatest Irish songs ever collected on one LP. Everyone's favorite, the loveliest of all was the unicorn. World famous, when Irish eyes are smiling. Remember, if you're Irish, come into the car. Warmer. My wild Irish rose. An Irish classic. That's Peggy O'Neill. Sing along, dance along, and join the party with 20 Irish party songs. An Irish favorite. It's a great day for the Irish. And of course. That none could do him justice like Old McNamara's band. These and many more Irish songs are yours on this spectacular album. 20 of the greatest Irish party songs ever. Only $3.99. Paper cassette, $5.99. Welcome back to Rocktails. It's Rocktails. Lava Five, all thanks, Thin Lizzy. One of the greatest bands of all time. Brando was just uh, telling us before our, our break 
that they're about to fly like an eagle, soar, really kind of blow up. Going to go on the road with Rainbow and crazy fucking lineup. Did that tour ever happen? Didn't, because Phil got... This is the history of the band is filled with big events being canceled because someone is fucked up. <sighs> who's fucked that up? That is been, the story that of... Before. <laughs> that, fu- I mean, who's fucked up? Who well, fucked on this one, up? Phil has hepatitis. And this is a you this is a hard partying. These are Celtic men with some cash in their pockets mm. touring yeah. the world. A monster in his pocket too. Yeah, big exactly. Old, big old, big old <laughs> monster in there. That, that got him the, the hepatitis. The unhappy happy C. Right. So that's that one part of nineteen seventy they have their biggest hits in nineteen seventy six and they have to cancel one tour because Phil's sick. And then the next tour, later in the year, seventy six, is canceled. Because Brian Robertson, Robbo, breaks his hand fighting drunk. Yeah. So it's all fucked up. It's it, all super fucked up. Was he fighting off... Um, demons? Yeah. Cocaine demons? <laughs> <laughs> so your contention is they could have been one of the biggest bands in the world if they would have gotten to the U.S., gotten noticed, yes. and rocked out. But like so many bands... The cocaine, the drinking, know. it all just it sabotages the band. That is the history of it. It happens again. Uh, happened and to again Kaiser Gugu. Same, same situation with the, those guys could brawl. Cut the Gugus? After some coke and some, like some the fucking, Kajas? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. That Brawlers. Band, I mean, you like look, a street gang. You look at the parallels between Thin Lizzy and Kaja Gugu. In a fight between, in a street fight between Molly Crew and Kaja Gugu, you know what? Play any Kaja Gugu wins right every now, single time. And tell me that it doesn't sound exactly like a Thin Lizzy, like like on the same wavelength. Oh yeah, this is super Thin Lizzy. No? This is a band that could beat up anybody. <laughs> yeah, with their sweet sweet eyes. You don't want to fuck with Kaja Gugu. No. Backstage? No. Are you After kidding they're me? Done? <laughs> No, they will fuck it. They will fuck you up. Tommy Lee walks in. Oh, fuck you, Tommy. The guys in the Kaja Gugu. This is just like listening to Thin Lizzy. Can I say something about Thin Lizzy mm-hmm. and Gary Moore? Yes, yeah, you can. A lot of people show. think that Gary Moore was in Thin Lizzy for a billion years. He was not. He it was, was only two in, seconds. It was in two seconds. One of the greatest it, guitar players of all time. Of all fucking time. He was in Thin Lizzy in a couple different stints, but for brief periods of time. An important period of time for Thin Lizzy. Gary Moore joined them after they kicked Robbo out of the band because he was too much of a drunk. Mm. They tour with Queen in 1977. So you got Scott Gorham on guitar. You got Gary Moore, Brian Downey on drums, Phil. They're kicking ass. In 77? 77. Oh, my God. That would have been so fucking there, rad. There's a DVD that just long. came out of a live show with Gary Moore, Gorham. Live DVD just came out last year. Go pick it up. That band would have been one of, well, was one of the greatest bands of all time. That configuration. I mean, I, I still was lethal. I hate talking about it in in those terms too. Uh, that you know would have would have been because it's here. We at least have a good representation. Yes, of these great records that I don't think are celebrated enough. Do you play Thin Lizzy more than you play Cheap Trick? I actually play Cheap Trick more than I play Thin Lizzy. That's that surprises me actually. I love Cheap Trick. I mean, who doesn't? How about I'm, you? Are you, I mean, do you play Cheap Trick more than Thin Lizzy? No, no, Thin Lizzy way more. 
Uh, so this DVD is called Songs for While I'm Away. Go pick it up. It's great. It's on Amazon right now. 25 bucks. Do you play Thin Lizzy mm-hmm. more than you play Kaja Gugu? No way. Kaja Gugu pretty much in rotation every yeah, day. I'm the same. You? The weirdest period of Thin Lizzy, because mm. we're going to go through so many different guitar players, drugs and alcohol, yeah. just wreak havoc on the band mm. Right in the late 70s, early 80s. We got to wrap this up soon because we got to go 1979, guess who joins Thin Lizzy? Major. Major from Ultravox. Could, would you be able, Richard Sheltinga, to go on Spotify and just pull up Vienna... Phil Lynott calls his buddy and he's like, I need another guitarist, Midge. Help me. <laughs> Help me, Phil. Midge. Can you please fly over to America to do, help us out? Do do this for us. This is Midge. Yeah. Flies across the Atlantic on the fucking Concord. Doesn't even have enough time to learn the songs. I love this so much. You have the biggest smile on your Listen face. Listen to the guitar because, solo. You know, because we're going to get to the fucking pre-chorus in a second here. I actually can really hear the the connectivity. <laughs> Did you just say we're going to ruin the pre-chorus pretty soon? It means nothing to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, so Midger becomes the <laughs> guitarist. He's like fucking Thin Lizzy. What has happened to my friend I don't Brando? Know. <laughs> Tricky Dicky, what happened to this guy? This fucking mess. Did he hit his head? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Did I do a bad job? No, that was, that was great. That was a great no, Thin Lizzy. Really I thought good. the point of Rock Tales was to get annihilated and talk about rock. Yeah. Well, if that was, if you thought this that, that the, was my the bottom, point. this is my bottom. <laughs> You've hey, always hey, been a bottom. Jesus, I know. But the band kind of went down in flames a little bit. They did. Right? It's a bummer. It fell it's a fucking that's bummer. The, but that's the Phil, story Phil of Phil went Lizzie. on and did some solo records. Absolutely. I think he has one of the most interesting careers in music. I think that he doesn't get enough respect. The band, Phil, as a solo artist, he died too early. It's, heroin. It's fucked up. Well, that the, the sad thing is the heroin comes in in the late 70s, early 80s. It's the story of rock and roll. It yeah. just fucks the band up. How old was he uh, when he when he passed? Thirty odd, thirty six, thirty seven. Not not a member of the uh, twenty seven club. Is that what it is? No, no. Died at thirty six, January fourth, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, but that that ended Thin Lizzy because they were all they were all too strung out. They were all fucked up. I don't like it. But the stamp that they left I on think rock this and is roll. A rock Tales bummer show. Is it? Does this fall into the a bummer show? It is, but let's go through their last album that they released. All right, let's play it. Let's 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 do that and celebrate this and go go out on a high note. Now this was with John Sykes. He came in. I love him from... at the end. But Scott Gorham did most of the of the guitars on this record by yes. himself. Yes. Let's let's start it. Thunder and lightning. I went to see this version. Uh, you know the current. Sometimes they go out on the road. Mm-hmm. Scott. Hi, hi. Yeah, you know we're doing a, a live radio show. Do hey, you want to? Do you want to hey, use buddy. your words, buddy? It's a safe place to use your words. <laughs> you just blacked out, didn't you? <laughs> wow. Now I realized that I was. You went out and saw Thin Lizzy, the modern what did day you Thin do? Lizzy. Have you guys ever had a cheese plaza? <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Just fucking play these tracks. 
That's a little motorhead don't you think? I was going to yeah. say it's so motorhead Well, you guess who he's hanging out with at this time. Yeah. Film. I like it. Let's yeah. go down to Gil Turner's and get some more whiskey. I don't listen to this record as often as I should. No, me either. It didn't have that big it didn't have FM any. single. No. It's rad, though. Play the next track. This is the one. Very Gene Simmons on this record. They could have gotten through this period. His voice is really gravelly. Yeah, he's changed so much on this record. He's such an interesting, again, singer and the, the way he phrases it. Like, they don't write kind of cookie-cutter melodies and, and or hooks. I dig it. That's why I like it. The sun goes down. Oh, yeah. Hey, Brando. Just thinking about getting to this jacuzzi over here. Jacuzzi filled with cocaine. Why don't you flap your bat wings and come on over here? Let me show you what I got. Got this cheese plaza. Mm. I love a good cheese plaza. I know you do, sweetheart. Some brie. Oh, yeah. Some, some English cheddar. I also have some frogs. Some storks. You said a stork. Okay. A, I said a, a stork. A stork. I, I meant a crane. A stork. I meant a crane. Came and ate your, the baby frogs. I saw the white crane. A stork. Eating the frogs. <laughs> Dropped the baby next door and then went and ate some. Yeah. And, and the coyotes. Coyotes eat frogs. Oh my God. <laughs> do they? The holy war. Hey, Mr. Nature Boy. Do they? Wait, what is this melody? Sounds super familiar. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's what, like what is almost that? every every rock other song. song? Well, okay, it's, 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 sure. it's super post punky. It's super kind of Nirvana y. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This song is called Cold Sweat. This was the first single. So good. Richard, you have a lot of experience of uh, Just... bands being strung out and fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're recording, <laughs> what what is that day like when you're dealing with when, when does musicians? It start? Define day because well, uh, no, it might yeah. start at one in the morning yeah, or tell, two in the morning. Tell us when. It's a lot of waiting around for people to arrive. Right. In the studio, yeah, which you've booked out and you're paying money for. Yeah, when's the normal start time? You say, you know, the engineer comes in around, you know, ten o'clock, a.m. or p.m. 
A.M. Okay. Engineer will show up like 10 a.m. You know, it depends on their day. Because the right? engineer is a guy who just has a nice house in Glendale. Yeah, yeah. He's just and a wife and a worker. kid in elementary school. He might be NoHo. He might be Sherman Oaks. Absolutely. City. Could be Reseda. Yeah. Producer, if he's clean, he comes in around noon. Mm -hmm. right? He's prepping things, you know, because he's, he's he wants to get everything ready so yeah. the, the guys can roll in and start. Yeah. yeah. And so the band rolls in around three, maybe. Well, three, you, three but, p.m. But, well, 3 but the expectation is like I'm gonna get in at ten, at ten or noon. Okay, so because they're out. coming in at noon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the guys go work out are here at noon. Yeah, no, so we, we need to have a cheese plaza lined up for these guys. Yeah. They're gonna come in. They're gonna want some nibbles. Paquito Moss. Yeah, we've oh, ordered. Yeah, Paquito Moss. We have nice yes. deli yeah. platters from yeah. Greenblatt's. Yeah, I'm having PTSD right okay. now. Uh, and then. <laughs> And so you're like, uh, this, uh, so right around three o'clock, you're like, the, these, these cold cuts are getting cold because the they don't, they don't, they're not getting here. Yeah. The drummer will usually show up. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he doesn't make sure that, that we're doing, we're doing then the bass player, bass player, mm -hmm. the guitar still kind of roll in mm -hmm. four o'clock. Where's the lead singer? You never know. You never know. Yeah. Lead singer. Can we work on other stuff? Cause he's not here right now. He's, you, you call all of his phones. And you just don't know. Call, all, Do you call his wife? Do you call his wife to be like, hey, it's 7 p.m. You and... call his girlfriend first. <laughs> then you call his wife. Then you call his dealer. And then... And then... <laughs> And then you call the limo company and you say, listen, I need you to call the limo driver. Has so there been a car waiting outside his place in the Hollywood Hills? For that happens periodically. <laughs> so, well, you send the car and the car sits there. Hey, I'm outside of... I haven't uh, seen him. By the way, you're paging. 911. 911. <laughs> hey, I'm on Kirkwood and... There's uh, no cell phone back there. It's a pager. <laughs> I know. I got a call one day from a limo company and they said, we're going to send you the bill. He, he kicked out the back seat of the limo destroyed the car <laughs> why why did he kick out the back seat he by was, the way when was, i say he don't assume who it is I, he, it, he was trapped in an unlocked unlocked car it's not who you might think it is yeah it was haunted the limo was haunted maybe. no the car picked <laughs> was it haunted <laughs> the car picked up this musician at the airport mm -hmm. and they could see the venue they were playing oh and it took like 45 minutes to get to the venue just because of traffic right and the musician in the back of the car went so fucking insane. He was kicking the back of the seat of the driver. Just fired up. I got, to, I got to play. I got to play. I got to get there. Kicking the driver like in the back. Wow. And then just started destroying the back of the car. No. Oh. Sounds like a nice That has guy. nothing to do with recording. Sounds like, it was a bumpy road. Bumpy ride. Musicians are tough. It's hard to record. That's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it hard to record musicians, <laughs> especially when they're on cocaine and heroin. Yeah. And sadly, that's kind of part of the history lesson, of Sin Lizzie. Lesson learned But tonight. we love them. We love them. Lesson fucking learned. You know what um, loves doing cocaine? Hep C. Well, that's part of the Sin Lizzie That's why they call too. it Hep C. Yeah. C's for cocaine, people. C's for cocaine. I don't think we have time to play any more of these awesome hits. No, so play us one on, on the outs. Everybody uh, can go listen to Thunder and Lightning by Thin Lizzy. On anytime. Live and Dangerous. Great live record. Oh, yeah, Live and Dangerous is a fantastic live record. And Universal just released Live and Dangerous box set. Go pick it up. Wow, that was a really great commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of you, Tricky Dicky. Wow, that's very producer -y. 
All right, cool. Bread, All right. Is, bread is buttered. I like uh, check, what happens when check, the janitor did, did, crew did we promote box set chick? <laughs> yeah. Did we mention Universal chick? Did we uh, what else? Did chick. All right. What happens when the janitor crew shows up at the recording studio to clean? Oh but, my god, that dude! If he likes drugs of any kind, <laughs> I used to go. I, that so, guy so, loves so Ch- so, okay, this job. Okay, another story I'll tell you. So, whenever we would check out of a hotel, I would go through and empty all the trash myself. I would go empty. I would not leave it. I would go clean the hotel, empty mm-hmm. the trash. Same thing with with recording studios. Any place that was rented, any place that was a visit, I would go and empty all the trash myself. Well, that's you because. But- Stuff was left in trash. So, well, <laughs> it was incriminating. How about this? How about this? If you're basically, imagine if you're Schneider from one day at a time. Okay. Uh, and but your job is just to go in after each band. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want to know. You, well, here's what you're do you gonna, lick, he, Do you lick the counters? No. Do you run your finger on the counters? Oh, and just no. Yeah. No. What, what you do? You take the job because you might have some dependency problems. <laughs> okay. And you're okay with it. You'll put up with it. You'll clean a bathroom where everyone thinks that, uh, you know, making some, you know, f- fucking deli trout is is okay, right? And and Deli trout. Yeah, I don't know. Beef tigers on the wall. Who knows? <laughs> so, but you're going to take that job because you fucking know they're so blotto. They're not, you're not going to find those Percocets in the carpet. The shag carpet, do you know how many drugs are stuck in that thing? I have seen many a musician on their knees looking through the carpet. We should do an animated series that's the cockroaches that lived in the, a studio in that lived in Electric Ladyland. We need to do a series about the mice, the cockroaches that lived in Electric Ladyland Cocaine and how bear. fucking high they were. I worked on a TV show that mm-hmm. shot on the same soundstage as Cheers. Okay, yes, and, and we searched that whole building. <laughs> <laughs> and and like what did you find? Misforgotten vial of cocaine. <laughs> there was a couch up in like the lounge where the actors mm-hmm. would hang out. Yeah. We're like, there's Supposedly. got to be a missing eight ball in this couch. Yeah. And what you discovered was a bunch of um, a lot of jizz. <laughs> Okay, it's been another great episode of Woody Harrelson. See you next week. Why Woody Harrelson? That guy, that guy, he's a legend. See you next week.